<clears throat> Welcome to another episode of things that I thought I would have talked about for sure that apparently I didn't yet. Uh, in the past two years and a bit of doing, you know, the podcast um, slash conversations, vlog, whatever stuff, I haven't talked about my need for change, just change in general. And I think the reason I haven't talked about this specifically is because it's so just ingrained in who I am and whatever else. It'd be like me saying, hey, let's talk about anxiety. Except for the fact that anxiety is only a label that I've come to like recognize within myself or like on myself or be a part of or whatever. Like three, four years ago, you know? Like that's how long it's been only. Uh, whereas... Being adverse to change is something that is a part of my anxiety, and there's all these little parts that make up, like, my anxiety, I guess, or... I guess, if anxiety is a disease, then being adverse to change is a symptom. Does that make sense? And so I've just... It's been something, though, that's been there the whole time, and it's something that I can think about now and work on and whatever, and be aware of, because of having this other label makes me... Like, if you are labeled with whatever or you label yourself or you have a term that you're using like to go with a, I shouldn't be whatever I'm talking about myself but it's just a great example I'm just thinking of like we're going and saying anxiety is a disease these are the symptoms it makes you pay attention to the symptoms that you might have been paying attention to that much being like oh yeah that's whatever and be like oh I didn't realize that was maybe a symptom of this other thing and now I need to actually focus on that and start doing something about that thing. That should make sense. So I apparently have never had an episode where I've just talked about, or a conversation where I've just talked about change and being adverse to change and stuff. And it was um, kind of brought up to the forefront for me in the past couple days again because I'm facing a lot of a lot of change coming down the pipe in the next six months or so. And that makes me really anxious. And then I was also thinking about, like, people change, right? Like, um, and some things there that I'd never really thought about before. So I guess I'll start in generalities first and discuss that um, anxiety is a broad term. It encompasses, you know, a lot of different things. It manifests in, in a lot of different ways. And me saying that, oh, like, I'm a really anxious person versus someone else saying I'm a really anxious person. Oh, we can be two completely different people with two different types of anxiety uh, that manifest themselves in different ways, possibly. Um, it's just one of those things that, yes, it means some things, but it doesn't mean all the same things for everybody that would identify with that label or that condition or whatever you want to call it. So for me trying to control my life as much as possible through structure and organization and um, somewhat strictness, but again, I have a hard time with discipline, so that's one of those areas where it kind of falls apart. Um, it helps me, and it, I, it doesn't cross over into like a fully blown like OCD in every aspect of my life needs to be just so. There's a lot of flexibility and allowances, um, Sometimes it's hard for people to see that because of the other um, the amount of structure and organization that I put on myself, and um, and my 
situation. So like, for example, if I'm living with roommates or living with a partner or whatever, like my space is still my space, even though it's shared space, it is a place I have to live. I want to control that space um, and know what to expect in that space and it be a piece, uh, be a place of uh, peace <laughs> and, and calm and function and just be something aesthetically that I, I want it to be and whatever else because that's that's where I call home. So um, I have enough factors in life that I can't control whatsoever so I want to control what I can. Um, so yeah, in a general sense, that's what I like to do. I, I feel like it's not necessarily that all these things stem from anxiety that has gone un... If I say untreated, I mean like I haven't just zeroed in and been like, I need to work on, on me being anxious and what it means to be anxious and be better about being anxious because I didn't have that label before. Before it was like attacking symptoms or I didn't even recognize symptoms or whatever. But I mean in high school there were so many things I, were, I was doing to alleviate my anxiety that I had no... I didn't connect the dots. I didn't realize that... I mean, some of those things maybe I just wanted to do because I wanted to do them. And some of those things maybe I wanted to do because it helped me as a positive coping mechanism, but I didn't recognize it as like, I'm doing this because it's a positive coping mechanism. Like, I just want to go for walks all the time and scream into the wind. And I, you know, like, sometimes it's hard to say, like, am I doing that because of this or, like, whatever. So, um... Change, again, is something that can be difficult for me to cope with uh, when there's too much of it or it's too extreme. Um, life creates change, just that's what happens. Like like I said, there, there are so many things that, that happen that I have no control of and I'm very aware of that. Uh, and it's not me wanting to control all those things, but there's some things that I don't take into account will change. So, like, me as a person, I am working on changing myself for the better. Um, I am aware that I'm actively trying to change, but uh, also I am changing in ways that are subtle, that are implicit, that are, you know, below the surface, that I may not recognize all the changes that are happening within me at any given time because they are just happening because I am, I am living. <laughs> And I was thinking about this the other day where it's like, I want my home, my physical home space to be a place that is fairly consistent unless I decide to change it. And that's really difficult when you're living with other people who also should have a say <laughs> in their physical space. And then it becomes about compromising certain things and whatever. And also for people to understand that it's like, the amount of control that I want isn't being a control freak in this narcissistic or aggressive manner necessarily, it's that, it's, it's not a conscious like, hmm, I'm in control of everything, hmm. Uh, it's just like, hey, like, I need to have some say here, or I need it to be comfortable for me. Um, I, I need to be able to have some, some autonomy, right? Um, and obviously if you live completely by yourself, then that's a lot easier, that gaining that autonomy, keeping that, doing what you want, when you want, whatever. And even for people who necessarily aren't necessarily anxious people or whatever, giving that up might be really difficult for them. If they're used to, you know, having things their way all the time, 
um, whenever they want and how they want it, then, then yeah, it's going to be difficult. So I've realized and recognized that my home is a place that I feel like is a rock and that, you know, even, I want to use that example, rocks get weathered and whatever, um, you know, that, that things change over time through erosion and whatever, but also you can pick up that rock and move it. Um, and that, that would be like an example of me saying, I want to reorganize the whole living room because I want to, like, I feel like that would be a lot of fun. I feel like it would, it needs to happen to save some space maybe or whatever. And because I am deciding to pick up and move that rock, um, it, it works out great. But if someone else decides to alter my foundation in the, in the thing that is my safe space, uh, without me being a part of that, then it becomes really difficult for me. Um, also, when it comes to other things, this is, like I said, been very general about just, like, obviously some people don't like change, and it's like, not liking it is different. I like change. I can't just say that as, like, a <laughs> as its own statement. I like to change things when I want to change things. I like working on things to change them for the better or just because it's a difference or I, I like projects I like whatever I like to work on things I like to effectively you know like I said there's I love re reorganizing things when it needs to happen when I feel it needs to happen um, and so communication is really key for me because if someone else wants to do something in that space because it's a shared space then I really feel like I need to understand it in order to be okay with it. So that is a whole different piece, which is really hard for me. If I don't understand something, it's hard for me to like be okay with it. And sometimes you don't need to understand things in order to just, hey, that's what's happening now and it's not a bad thing, it's okay. Like that line is really blurry for me as to like, you don't understand it and it's okay. Because um, I want to understand and my intentions and wanting to understand, I believe are, are there are multiple reasons, and one, though, that I'm talking about now, other than just wanting to understand the other person and their views and and their feelings and, and whatever else, which if I care about the person, then I genuinely want to understand them and get to know them better and, and whatever, but also I want to understand so that I'm fully aware of the situation and why. Um, and not necessarily it's always about that one thing that's happening, but trying to understand why that one thing is happening so that I can put that into, like, my computational system as to like well if this is a reason as to why this thing is happening this reason might lead to more changes like that thing that's just what happens with me naturally so if i want to if i really get to the source of this thing it helps me understand the situation better so whether that situation is a person like this is a person that i share a space with okay i understand that they have made this decision to move this thing because they're worried about uh the sun over time fading it like sun sun bleach or whatever like that that it will fade the picture so they moved the picture and then uh, now i'm aware of that so i can think of okay well the sun is also hitting this other thing in the other room does that mean that one day they'll want to move that um or like if we move to a new place then maybe when we hang stuff up i just won't hang stuff up where the sun will hit it directly um like it, it informs future potential scenarios so that's another reason i want to get to the bottom of that one thing even though that one instance might seem like a very small choice or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but why? And then I figure out why. I'm like, that might lead to other things. So um, if I can anticipate change or be ahead of the game, then it helps me deal with change much better. 
I think that's kind of a thing that, that works for most people. Then again, some people are like fly by the seat of their pants constantly and aren't paying attention half the time anyway. Not necessarily in a bad way, like they are choosing not to, but some people just don't have as much observational... Um, I don't know what to call it. They're just not as observant naturally um, as other people are. Like me, unfortunately. I feel like I see way more than I want to see sometimes because then I have to constantly battle with myself if I want to bring something up. Do I want to talk about this thing or not talk about this thing or bring this thing up? Is it a small thing? Could it lead to bigger things? I don't know. Like these are the things that happen when, that's the thing, new stimuli is introduced. So yes, I like to introduce new stimuli, but it's on my terms. Of course it's on my terms. We're talking about me as a human being, my feelings and emotions and states, and my life. And so I want to introduce things on my terms. You, that's not how life works. You have to compromise and have relationships with people. You don't have to, but it's, it's really nice to have relationships with other human beings and, and figure things out, and things can be good and nice. So... Um, I, yeah, those are the things that happen, anyway, um, that sometimes I see something, and I'm like, why did they do this thing? Should I bring this thing up to them? Should I not? If I do bring it up, what's going to happen? Is it this or that? How will I approach it? Like, it's, it just, it's one thing that turns into, like, possibly a hundred different scenarios or more, and just things that I have to think about and weigh and figure, and it's, like, it's mentally, emotionally taxing, and it's work that some people don't have to do, because this goes back to that thing about ignorance is bliss, of just like, well, they didn't see it. And because they didn't see it, they didn't have all these questions about it and whether or not they should do this or do that or whatever. So, anyway, uh, yeah, change, 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 change. One of these specific things that I was thinking about was that changing people. And this is why I said, like, you know, the, the rock thing as, like, oh, people just talk about the rock being, like, your, your sturdy foundation and, and whatever unmoving generally and I was thinking about these changes that people want to make that are just like very um, like even within myself too like forward um, direct mapped out somewhat um, directional changes that that are like these are things we want to do these are goals these are things that we are aware of but people change in lots of ways they're not aware of and it hadn't really hit me for a long time for some reason that that's a fear of mine. It's a fear that someone will change so much that I won't be able to... Uh, I don't know, that I won't like is a, the most juvenile way that I can say it. But if someone changes so much that I am not on board with, then it's going to create problems, right? And I feel like when you are in a relationship with someone, a romantic relationship or a friendship, uh, a relationship that you choose, basically, not necessarily family, even though I believe that's a choice because you can just, like, cut ties with people when you need to, uh, which I think is a healthy thing to do for, for yourself. Um, I think that it's not something that I spend a lot of time concerning myself with, but it's something that I realized, like, oh, people change, sometimes very slowly over time in ways that you didn't think they were. You got to know somebody, you felt you knew enough about them to say, I really like this person, I want to keep hanging out with them, I want to talk to them every week, or you want to date them, or whatever. Um, I, I want to hang out with them, I want to spend time with them, I want to learn and grow with that person. I want to have conversations with them, I want to go in depth, I want to share myself and be vulnerable. All those things that happen with some some relationships, right? Like, it's not just a distant, like, that's an acquaintance that 
he's a cool guy to watch the game with. And that's as far as it goes. I'm talking about, like, close relationships. And over time, those can really start to to fade away. Or a person can change, I guess. A person can change, and maybe before you realize that maybe it doesn't fade away naturally. Maybe the relationship doesn't fade away um, in the sense that both of you start moving apart and have different priorities, but maybe it's just one person. And maybe you are the one who realizes first, like, this person is doing some things that I don't like and they don't seem to care or their character is changing in a way that, like, I don't want to associate with or be a part of or spend time around or whatever and they don't realize it and if they don't realize that one they can't make any changes for the better or for the other direction but also maybe they are aware of it maybe they don't care and they're like yeah that's that's what i want to do and that like gives me a lot of anxiety if i'm thinking about certain types of relationships well like i said we're talking about close relationships because i find that i am very very slow changing um, for better and worse. Like, there's a lot of things that take time for me to realize, first of all, to understand, to comprehend, and then put into practice. Uh, so even for positive changes that I recognize, that I want to do, I want to implement, I see their worth, um, it can be really slow for me to make those changes and make them in a way that they are consistent and of value and they actually start to do something. It's very rare that just, like, one day I'm doing things that I wasn't doing before. Like, I don't know. This, those changes don't happen radically in me. They're not quick. They're things that, at times, like... Usually, it's, that's the thing. Also, with communication and being really expressive, um, that's the other thing. Like, like, I mentioned before that uh, I handle change a lot better if I am aware that it might happen. Or if I'm, like ahead of the game a bit because I've got a little information that gives me a little information can give me a lot of ideas as to where that stuff will go um, so I'm a person who's naturally really expressive and communicative communicative as well so if I start saying like you know I was thinking about doing this thing or trying this thing sometime it might be something that doesn't happen ever it might be something that doesn't happen for years it might be something that happens a couple months down the road, but like there's things that I just say and I discuss and I communicate. Like these are things that I'm thinking and feeling, and and if I have that that person, that close relationship, that is also communicating that way to me, then it's not like some weird surprise when all of a sudden they have a shift in priorities because they've been talking about it along the way, and that helps me to just take those changes better, I guess. And that's like a compatibility thing with people that you surround yourself with. Um, it depends on how close you are to a person on how much they affect your life. Obviously, if you live with that person in any capacity, they're going to be impacting your life a lot more than some people think. It blows my mind when people think that you can live with someone and they're just in their own little bubble and you're in your own little bubble and you don't really affect each other's lives or impact them that much because that's just not how it works. Um... But, yeah, it's, it's a thing, change. I'm, it's not like it's a new concept for me that I have to get better with dealing with change. I do, but there's instances where it can be made easier and there's no reason why it shouldn't be, like communicating effectively between, you know, a boss and a subordinate 
uh, coworker that's like, if you want me to do something in a timely manner, then as soon as you know about it, you should let me know about it, and then I can organize myself in a way to get that done for you, um, and and I won't be stressed, and neither will you that I don't have it done. Like, there's things like that that like there's things when it comes to communicating that help both parties. And it's not just like, everyone should do it my way, because my way is the best. Like, my way works for me, and other people don't need as much structure or organization or communication in order to function at the same level. But it's something to consider when you have a relationship with a person in whatever capacity, that if you want certain things from them, or you want certain things with them, that you have to... Um, be aware of who they are. I don't know, it's like teaching and, lear- and and students and like being aware of someone's learning style is really important sometimes because you might have to make some adjustments and adaptations and, and other considerations for them that could be very small and not take up a lot of time and be like, oh yeah, I just need to do this one thing so that this student can learn better. <laughs> like, um, I'm communicating with them in a different way and it might take 30 seconds just to rephrase this one thing so that they understand it differently because they just, whatever. Like, knowing the needs of the person that you are speaking to or communicating with or living with or having a relationship with uh, in any capacity is important so that you can meet their needs and they can meet yours and you can um, be... Smooth, like things can just go smoother, right? Like it shouldn't be like a crazy concept. I don't think it is. Um, but anyway, adverse to change. It's something that that's again. If the change, if I'm aware of the change is coming, and even if I'm not in control of it, I can start to. It gives me control. Knowledge is power, right? So if someone is sharing things with me constantly, and I feel like okay, like I have this knowledge, things might happen with these things that they're saying. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't for a long time. Maybe they bring it up again. I'm like, okay, like I see that this is a direction they're going, and that's cool, and whatever. Uh, or it's not cool, and I need to start making some adjustments or some conversations of my own. Um, but yeah, knowledge is power. So change that comes out of nowhere, some people roll really well with. And the thing is that for me, I can improvise really well and make things happen or make things work for the most part. Like, there's a lot of things that have happened in my life, and I've never ended up homeless. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've never been without um, food for the day or something. Like, that I've rolled with things despite crazy things happening that came out of left field that I had no way of ever knowing about that put me in a position that was really unfortunate. I'm able to improvise and work with things and able to, to work with things on the spot, but I don't like to. It stresses me out. And the th- here's this unfortunate circumstance that if these things are um, life, if they are what I would just call acts of God without actually having a religious tone to it, but I mean like weather or things like that, for me to adjust to those things is a lot easier because I can't blame them on a person. Um, A person isn't necessarily responsible or there's like a person who isn't close to me or so far away and removed from me um, by so many degrees that I can't put responsibility on a certain person that I can call by name, then it's easier for me to take that instance of drastic change and run with it and deal with it, be flexible, do what I need to. I can grumble about it and I don't have a great attitude about it, but um, it's way easier to do that when I can't pinpoint it on this is this person's mistake. So if it's someone really close to me, 
and there's just like boom you didn't do this thing and now this other thing is the result and it is turning me upside down for the day it's really difficult not to get upset not to get frustrated not to be stressed not to be anxious because that's the thing some of my um frustrations or uh, like anger um result from the fact that I am stressed. Some people just cry when they get stressed, like, or, or anxious. You know, they just sit there and they curl up in a ball and they cry and that's it, and they just, whatever. There's a fight and flight and there's, you know, um, freeze and, and whatever else. So, um, I know that the thing needs to get done and I will do it, but before I start doing it, my instinct is to talk about what just happened because I don't want it to happen again. So my instinct is like, you've just changed things radically, and I really don't like that, and my my I, I am aware that I have to deal with that thing that's happening right now because it's not really a choice. Or sometimes it's someone introducing a choice for change, and I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you rock the boat? Like, how about we just, that's not a thing that needs to happen right now. Like, sometimes it's a, just a time and place thing, and sometimes it's like a why ever thing. But my instinct, my natural reaction is to let's discuss this so that it doesn't happen again. Yes, we'll do this thing, but I usually don't say verbally out loud, so my communication needs to, to get better. Um, I don't say, hey, yes, okay, I'm on board, this is what needs to happen. Like, and it's not calm like that. It's like immediately, like, what the hell just happened? Why did that happen? Why did you do that? That is messing things up for me, and I'm, I'm dealing with my emotions out loud. And I need to find a different way to do that because I think that I should still be able to discuss, like, hey, um, this thing that's happening can maybe happen differently, or the change that needs to take place could have been presented, like, or, or just, it didn't need to happen right now. And the wheels are in motion, so it has to play out. But it didn't need to, and like, whatever. I want things to be different for next time, if possible. I want to be to have more knowledge, to be able to prepare, to whatever, so that these, there aren't these just drastic, immediate changes that I need to be dealing with at this moment, because if I can do my best to, to not have as many of those, that would be better. Like, um, that's the thing. I know they're going to happen, period. But it's difficult when a, when a specific individual that I can point to is making those things happen, because I'm associating my negative feelings with adverse change to that person. And I don't think that's necessarily out of bounds or weird either, because if someone is doing it without any regard to you when they know they could do things differently, that would uh, positively, or, or that would help you, uh, and they're choosing not to because they just don't care, then obviously you attributing negative feelings of the change to the person who is constantly making the change makes sense and I don't think it's off base at all but there's a lot of balancing here that needs to happen and um, like I said there's things that I need to do better when communicating and reacting to change and part of what I've been trying to do recently is just realize that changes are going to happen <laughs> This is so stupid. I already know this. Changes are going to happen. They're going to happen. But in the meantime, as they're happening, because sometimes like a change happens, but it doesn't like happen 100%, it's like a drastic change that puts you in a position of limbo, which is the worst thing for me. Because limbo implies there's change already, but the change isn't, isn't definite, so you don't know which way it's going. So then you're stuck there thinking of all the possibilities and not being able to necessarily prepare for the outcome. Horrible.
So, uh, I've been trying to tell myself, like, these are situations you will be in, and when you're in that situation, to just hang on and slow down as much as possible, and try to bring yourself to a rational, logical place, which is really difficult with anxiety, uh, when you're in high states of anxiety and stress, to do that, I find that's when my emotions run a lot higher, um, in a negative way, so... Yeah, change. These are these are these are things that are fun with life, uh, and this is how changes sometimes impact me. And I didn't go into a lot of specifics, so it's not just like I don't know. It's things. There's some things that obviously change all the time that don't impact me. Technology changes all the time, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. I don't. I like the way it was better, and then I move on, and that's it. But again. It, it doesn't necessarily negatively impact me. It might be as an aesthetic thing. Or if it does negatively impact me, I, I recognize, well, there's nothing I can really do other than I stop using this product and I start using a different one or I do this or finagle around this way and I figure things out. Um, but th there's just a lot of different... It's not... I mean, change happens every single day something changes on you. So it's not like I'm... A, like every single day I'm super stressed out and, and frustrated and annoyed that everything's changing. Um, it doesn't go that far for me. But it does go farther than it, it should, and I need to be able to regulate how I react to change and maybe rewire some synapses so that I won't react to change as much in the future period um, because I just perceive it differently and recognize it differently. We'll see you on another time.